NBC Sunday Night at the Movies will return following these messages. We now join the Alf Press Conference in progress. Yeah, you with the cheap toupee. Is there anything you'd like to ask us? Yeah, why did you guys cancel Star Trek? Oh, what do you think of pornography? I don't know. I don't even own a pornograph. Yo. Alf, are you going to pose nude? I am nude. I'm Ben Baker. And I'm John Matthews. And this is Alf Splaining, a not especially serious podcast about exploring our mutual fascinations, not just with each other's bodies, but the American sitcom Alf. <laughs> oh, Ben. I know, it's going to be that sort of programme. Now, it is, it now, is. Now, do you know the years that Alf ran on the station it initially ran on? You're talking to me? Yeah, you. Or the you. listener? Or the no, listener? But both, really, I mean, but I can only hear you. It, it ran from 1986 until 1990. Which is odd, because it doesn't feel like a 90s thing at all, does it? It doesn't. No, no. I suppose that's the thing. They say, oh, the 90s don't start for a while, and I guess it needed Alf to end before the 90s could actually properly begin. That's a very good point, actually. I think that there might be an interstitial decade between the 80s and 90s that Alf possibly helmed himself. The Alf decade. We are mere students of the Alf decade here on Alf Splaining. That's the name. That's the name. Which, which we've, we've confirmed now by saying out loud that is the title of it. Because if anyone's ever made a podcast trying to come up with a title for it, yeah, you, you generally know how it goes. My theory, my theory, listeners, is that now we've accepted the title, it, it won't mm. matter anymore because we can't do anything no. about it. No, it's been said. It's been, uh, it's been expelled into the world. Uh, like mm. Alf was, as you say, in September 1986. <laughs> uh, do you know when it started in uh, the UK? Because obviously, we are British, can you go from our voices? Yeah. Oh, well, howdy, partner. Howdy. This one goes out to, to all the truggers out there. I'm eating the grits. I don't know when it started in the UK. It seems a vague cloud of information. It does. Oh, I can tell you uh, through actually quite a lot of research on my part. Oh, have you actually it. found out? I have actually found out. Oh, that's incredible. It was Saturday, the 25th of April, 1987. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. Most regions had it at 5.35 between, wait for it, mm. the Grumbleweed Show. Right. Do we need to explain what that is? I, look, if, no, if, the, if the listener doesn't know what the Grumbleweeds are, I think it's best we leave it to their imagination. You know what? I absolutely agree. Uh, and they'll know the other thing, which was the A team. Oh right! So hang on, you said it was on at when? What time? Generally five thirty-five. Other regions had it earlier and later, depending on where it was, because that's what UK television did back then in the eighties for some reason. What what, what what time was the Grumbleweeds on then? Five oh five. That is early, isn't it? Well, it is. Uh, Grad who made it, it was on like half six, but you know, the rest of the country basically there. Very light entertainment <laughs> considered an, an intro into Alf. Yeah, Granada, Granada considered it the pinnacle of light entertainment, but the rest of the nation thought it was a kid's show. Yeah, which is not unreasonable, yeah. uh, except for all the jokes about knockers in it. 
<laughs> uh, but so yeah, Alf started on Saturday nights before they moved it around the schedules to give all the other programs a chance. Because <laughs> uh, that that was the weird thing. As uh, if you're not from the UK, we had for a time, you know, a, a good time, we'll say, lots of different parts of the country that made their own programmes and therefore made their own decisions where those programmes went. The whole thing was a real mess, but yeah. every single British person who grew up in the 80s has a lot of nostalgia for it. Yes, especially in a magazine called Looking, which was for kids about TV, and it would have all the region's TV programmes and you'd look at them in wonder and awe and... They did have Alf on the front cover quite a few times, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've seen all this. I'm saying Alf-splaining. We're not experts. Uh, For me, personally. Well... Well, all right, all right, all right. We I'm are, not an expert. Is it- we, between us, are as expert on Alf as anybody else in the world, apart from possibly Alf himself. I mean, that's not unreasonable. Uh, in fact, I'd say. It's like that thing when some, like, because you've been in a pop band and I've done a load of podcasts and stuff, and people go, do you remember that thing? You go, no. Because, mm. <laughs> because that's not how this... Alf will probably remember a lot less, I think. He probably will, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I would say I've not seen most of the episodes since the early 90s. And, and frequently in German, because... <laughs> um, I, think, I, I think ITV only had access to Series 1 and 2. Is that right? Uh, I think so. Uh, Sky definitely had the whole lot, and we got Sky really early on, satellite television, mm. because basically we had a transport cafe, and someone came in and said, "All right, mate, you wanna <laughs> you wanna buy a uh, dish and receiver for hundred quid, eh? Eh, eh, I don't know if they said it like that, but basically we ended up in those days before you needed, a, you know, a subscription for every service. You know, mm. just <laughs> got got a dish, got a box, and that was it. And Alf was on Sky a lot. In those early days, for sure. That's the thing, because I, I, we didn't have Sky, but I, so I do remember watching uh, assorted regional uh, versions of Alf when he was when, wherever he was in the schedules. Is what I'm saying. You know, so, so, can I just point out it wasn't regional versions no, of Alf. It, it wasn't like when he was in Grampy and he was going, "I'll I, eat my look, cat." My you know. my memory of Alf wearing a Tam O'Shanter and saying, <laughs> "Trivens, help me bow up." See you, Alf. See you, Alf. Is is very clear in my mind, and I mm. well, I don't care what anybody says. The point oh, is, well, that, that's fair enough. Then. The point is, I will therefore have only seen live on telly at various points in the week, uh, seasons one and two. But during lockdown, I did buy a German import of the entire box set of Alf on DVD and made my way through that. And uh, that was quite a treat, viewers. I assume they were in English. Yes, they are all in English. I believe there's a German option in there, which I haven't quite got to yet. Maybe that's maybe that's our next podcast. Yeah, well, maybe that's yeah. It's like a lingua franca sort of thing. Yeah. But I did actually watch it a lot in German because it was on Sat One, I think. And uh, you know, back then there weren't that many Sky <laughs> channels, and you'd watch them in thrall. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always exciting watching German channels on satellite TV. Just these mm. weird things that would come. You thought you were like the only person in the country watching something. It was very exciting. And Germany's going to come up a lot of things during these uh, discussions as Germany. Went mad, was, way bigger than the UK and the USA. Germany went mad for Alf. He was he was grosser Alf Deutscher, as they say, Alf Deutscher. It's true, and I mean he had a hit single mm. and uh, albums. Well, we'll come out to that in the future. Yeah, you know, the, we don't the super hit parade out. In case anyone's wondering, yeah, we'll look at all that stuff. I'm quite sure. <laughs> this is this is merely a very short preamble to the podcast. This is just mm. explaining what's going. Oh, Alf explaining what we're going to do. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. So you keep. Keep using it and it'll make more sense. Mm. 
Uh, I mean, how would you explain the general premise of ALF for someone who I can't imagine anyone hasn't seen it, but on the off chance, you know, it's one of our family. (laughs) (laughs) ALF was an incredibly bland sitcom. It's the most beige sitcom in the history of beige sitcoms, and yet in the middle of it was this whirling dervish of charisma, this puppet alien called ALF, and... It's kind of like they set up a very boring sitcom and just set this thing off in the middle of it just to see what would happen. <laughs> he is. He is a foreign object uh, slowly burning away at the sides <laughs> of the programme. Yeah, yeah. It's very, much, uh, very much acidic like the alien from Alien. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so we'll go into that more. I'm sure people have at least a vague understanding because Alf, Alf maintains... Alf injures. Alf injures? Alf, well, he might do if he's got the acid breath thing. I don't know. <laughs> Alf injures. How about that? That'll do. <laughs> uh, so before we sort of get into the shows proper, as you said, this is just a mini bit of a sort of introductory stuff. Uh, I could give you some context around Alf. Can you really? Uh, I mean, not like... Not like <laughs> that sounds like, you know, like... Why Alf was in very detailed psychosomatic reasons. No, I can just tell you that uh, in America, as you say, it started in September 1986, and it was on 8 p.m., which, again, for us in the UK, seems insane. <laughs> it seems far too late. Americans Americans put shows on all the wrong times, though, don't they, anyway? They have high-rated chat shows after midnight and stuff like that. So yeah. let's not let's not get bogged down in Americans being wrong about when they put shows on. And it was paired initially with Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories, oh, if you remember that. I do remember that, yeah. The uh, anthology series, mm. which uh, we had, it was on all over the place over here. It was like BBC One had it, but sometimes it was on at 11am, sometimes 5pm, sometimes after 10. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was a very odd uh, sort of thing, but I remember it going for ages, even though apparently it only had two series. <laughs> Us Magazine says its hitness will appeal to adults. No problemo. And nothing is sacred. Take off the dress. I'm not wearing anything underneath. That's out. Then. Not one of the young men at school took the time to get ready for a date the way that Phil did. Monday. And then after Amazing Stories uh, came to a conclusion, it was Valerie. Oh. Which became Valerie's family yes. once she was killed off for wanting some control and a bit more money. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally the Hogan family. Yeah. Uh, do you know, Do you remember that oh, one? Yes. We showed that, yes, classic, we had that in the UK. Classic mid-afternoon uh, BBC One fair, that wasn't it? The Hogan family. Yeah, Jason Bateman uh, in there. Edie McClurg as the next door neighbour. Monday, the Twisted Hitter is back. Take a look at me and tell me what you see. It's Al TV. <laughs> and I'm Valerie. When Willie takes a joyride, what could possibly go wrong? Smash! Everything. Maybe I'll like military school. Then, sex for secrets. From today's headlines, a movie that reveals how KGB women penetrated America's defenses. Secrets of the Red Bedroom. Monday. Yeah, but yeah, it's basically based around Valerie, Bert and Ellie, and then two series in, she's like, oh, I, want, I want some more control of money, and they went, no, yeah, we're well. going to replace with Sandy Duncan. <laughs> and they did. Yeah. And so she was killed off screen. Which led to some heartwarming moments, I think, of the sitcom. Some very special episodes where they remembered the dead mother. All special. I think it was one of those all special yeah. episodes, like family ties. Because, <laughs> I mean, 
we'll we'll come to it. Alf does have those. What, oh what, yes, what are called very special episodes in the terms of like they've got to hammer a point across about some sort of sex or drug or sexy drug. You know that summer. I mean that the the, the the famous Christmas special of Alf is is one I'm oh, very much oh, looking I'm... forward to this podcast getting to at some point in the future. I am very much not. <laughs> <laughs> I think but... it's one of the. The finest hours of television you will ever witness in your entire life, listeners. Assuming you're about to commit suicide, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I think it's what Ian Curtis watched. He listened to Iggy Pop's Idiot and watched Alf's Christmas Special. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, I tell you, Alf's uh, rivals on, on the other oh. American uh, channels, uh, yes. both shown over here also, MacGyver on ABC. All right. I didn't realise that was so early, to be honest. I thought that was, yeah. Yeah, I remember that being a BBC Saturday sort of early tea time thing. It never reached the heights of the A-Team or Night Rider no, for me, did no, MacGyver? No, it, no. Was never, it was never a... It was always a second-tier show, as far as I was concerned. Yeah, no, I, I would say that, Ken, if anyone's not from the UK, you probably, you'll know the BBC as a thing, and there's ITV as well, and they were competing on Saturday nights with, you know, they'd all have imports, and ITV generally seemed to have the better ones, you know. They they had the 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 A team and later on they had like Baywatch. I've said they had Night Rider before that and stuff. So you had the you had the BBC scrabbled around and got Auto Man. Yes, yeah. Uh, in a, in an attempt to um, counteract the 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 success of Night Rider and the A team, but uh, I I mean don't don't get me wrong. I love all twelve episodes of Auto Man, but it was never really a whole so, twelve, was it? All twelve. Oh, good old Desi Arnaz Junior. and. <laughs> And that bloke who looks like Tron. Chuck Wagner. Chuck, Chuck Wagner. Chuck Wagner. Chuck Wagner. <laughs> uh, and CBS had Kate and Ali, if you remember that one from Channel 4. Oh, yeah. Never never watched that. It was. I think it was when we were younger, it was very... It, it was like surgical spirit. <laughs> it yeah, was very it felt mature like a, adults. Yes. Very adults. Sitcom for, a sitcom for grow, a sitcom for mum. They're complete opposites. Eerie, isn't it? One's a little old-fashioned. <laughs> Don't be silly. The other's thoroughly modern. She must be fabulous. It's an unlikely attraction. Am I the only one in this house to think this idea is crazy? But it's a fairy tale friendship. Good night, Tinkerbell. <laughs> Good night, Captain Hook. On Kate and Alley. And you kind of get that. It's like, fair enough. What's the alternative to Alf? <laughs> hey. Two divorced women getting through life. What's the alternative to Alf? Now that's the way. That's that's the question for life, really, isn't it? Maybe that's just the podcast, just finding alternatives to Alf. <laughs> uh. <laughs> of the top thirty shows of uh, the nineteen eighty six to nineteen eighty seven season, yes. Where do you think Alf uh, ranked? Oh, um, I'd suspect. You could tell me it was a massive flop in its first season. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. But I think it must have been reasonably successful. You know, top ten. It was twenty eighth. It was twenty eighth. Was it? Yeah, but that's still sixteen point five million viewers. No, that is. Okay. Yeah. So it's like it's and that's there's like hundred shows at least. But that is like of the top thirty. It was twenty eighth. Yeah. Number one. Has it a guess what number one was? What eighty six? Yeah. God, I don't know. Plink, plink, drink, drink. What? Yes, that's right, it's a Cosby show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I'm amazed in a lot of ways that Alfred turned up as like one of Cosby's uncles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man alive. Yeah. Oh, man alive, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Cosbalf. Oh, no. <laughs> 
It's not clever, but it works. Yeah. It's not clever. But, yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. I, I, uh, well, that's a good thing, because we will be judging three things in each show, and one oh. of them will be the most impenetrable dated pop culture <laughs> reference of the week. <laughs> uh, just to see, you know, because uh, let's be honest, uh, Alf thrived. He lived for the the brass ring of slightly near the knuckle pop culture in America in that specific he, month. He, <laughs> he did indeed. He did indeed. And he, he wasn't shy in showing it either. His, no. his brass ring. And you know what else uh, we were shy showing? Yes. Top Willie. Top Willie, of course. Now, we haven't, we, haven't, we haven't explained the characters yet, so that might not make any sense to the listeners. No, no, it was. They'll, 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 be, they'll be in for episode one, but that'll be the best Max Wright moment of the episode. But who that is, you'll find out. You'll have to keep listening, you see. You have to keep listening. It, yeah. It's a draw on a programme which is nearly 40 years of age. So, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll also have the MVP of the episode, Melvax. Melmax very perfection, mate. Perfect, fur, fur, fur. I was trying to go per. That's like kit, that's a very like, that's a very him. funny joke in Swedish. Whatever you just said, yeah, it's it's tremendous. But basically, we'll say who was the best one. Can anyone beat Alf uh, as mm. the best character in a show? You know, I think there are a few possibilities, but you know, Alf's in the Winnebago. Alf's the main one, basically, is what we're saying. Alf's the mayor, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. Why isn't that a program? Just like it's like a mayor, but it's Alf. You know the the the, um, the idea of putting the Muppets in any given situation is a popular trope on on Twitter, mm. formerly known as X. I don't know why it's not Alf. You know, Alf in any given situation, any 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 TV show would be a very funny idea. I, th- I think they're just waiting for the right format. Yeah, maybe this will be the year of Alf. If we've anything to do about it, uh, it will. We should probably say who we are, because we've said who we are at the start, but we are pals who met on the internet, and I both, I don't know, I don't know quite how Alf came into conversation, but he's, he's, he's a regular thing that I reference it, Yeah, I mean, on it's, social media. It, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Twitter reference that I think you may have referenced it, and I lolled at it and hmm. replied to it, and you know it was completely ignored by every single other person on the entire internet sphere. Oh, we thought in five to six years <laughs> we will, we will, we will monetize our our love of Alf. Yes, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> so yeah, basically, that. So we we're not coming to this with any agendas, Alf genders, I've Alf genders. Very good, very good. Yeah, uh, we <laughs> we just taking every episode uh, as as broadcast and talking about it a bit and just having a bit of a daft laugh as that. And that's about it, really, isn't it? We guarantee one daft laugh every every episode. I don't guarantee. I don't guarantee it. I, I, oh, can't. I am guaranteeing. I'm confident. I'm confident. I am. I'm guaranteeing that. That's my my word is my bond. Jesus, you're gonna bankrupt us. <laughs> You'll what, see. What was the what was the uh, what was the currency of Melmac? <laughs> I don't know. It was probably it was probably it was probably um it was probably gone into in detail on on one of the animated series is is is. Oh it? yeah. Yeah, but um, oh, yeah. We, we will get to them in many years. In many years, <laughs> we're old and grey, and we finish this podcast. We'll then we we'll get on to Alf, the animated series, and Alf Tales. I think I've seen those more than I've seen the. Uh... <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen any of them, to be honest. Oh, again, Sky, uh, Wernix. What Wernix of the Melmachian currency? Was it really? Yeah, yeah, it was. I just looked it up. Oh, I didn't realise. What else has it got? Uh, 
Uh, Melmac was wrote, I say there's so much glory already. <laughs> On Melmac, the econ- economic values of various <laughs> objects work just about the same opposite as Earth values. So, foam was $1,000. <laughs> Bronze, 950. Carpet, 800. Yeah. Cat hair, 250. Gold is worthless, ironically. <laughs> uh, and the national flower is Roger the turnip. There's a there's a whole Alf expanded universe out there that that, that is dying to be uh, bitten into. Yeah, and we will bite hard into this. As we Daddy, go. sorry. Uh, uh, so I'm going to leave you with one fact, which I don't know where this has come from. Again, it's on the Alf wiki. That in 1902, Melbach set a galactic record in the export of over two million wind-up brasiers. <laughs> so please do, as he says, uh, subscribe, like, send bullion, uh, or bouillon. I like bouillon as well. That's nice. Uh, yeah, I think we'd rather have bouillon, wouldn't we? We wouldn't. We wouldn't know what to do with bullion. No, unless ironically, it did melt down into a nice bouillon. So, yeah. That's the thing. So join us for more Alfsplaining, won't you? Yes! Won't you? Please. <laughs> Please do. Please. Alf, Alf, Alf.